Welcome to Beyond Synth. Please note, Beyond Synth is an explicit program and may contain inappropriate language. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Hey there, welcome to the show. My name is Andy Last. You are listening to Beyond Synth. This is episode 109, or 109 for cool people. Now, we're recording this pretty last minute this week because I've been busy working away on the Beyond Synth uh, video show, and then I real I was having so much fun editing that that I realized I hadn't even edited this show. So I had a quick conversation with Jake Freeman. I haven't talked to Protector 101 in a while. Uh, we're not doing Marco. We're not doing Keeping It. 80s this week uh, because but I'm still here yeah so yeah so that's <laughs> Just so people know. I'm just lurking in the background, but I'm uh, not lurking anymore. <laughs> anyway, so that's uh, that's Marco there. Uh, just We didn't have time to prep a proper Keeping It 80s segment, but uh, I still wanted to have Marco be part of the show, so he's just going to join me for the uh, the, the wraparound thing. Uh, so how are you doing today, man? The wraparound or the reach-around? Uh, well, I call it the wraparound. <laughs> ah, we call it the reach-around here. <laughs> Whenever I record my bits, you know, like, uh, there's the big, there's the interview, there's Keeping It 80s, and then there's the parts where I just record myself before before and after, mm-hmm. and uh, I refer to that as the wraparound, because it wraps around the show, mm. but uh, but the reach around, I guess, wraps around <laughs> women, it's the same thing. <laughs> oh, depending on which way you're inclined, I guess. That is very true, you can also reach around a dude. <laughs> Uh, I haven't tried that though, so I can't say. Well, I'm sure. Well, I'm sure it's possible. I mean, I know men typically have wider shoulders, but I mean, I, you know, you just, <laughs> you know, you just need a nice long arm, spooning dudes. I know how it is. <laughs> oh dear. So how you been, Andy? I'm I'm okay. Oh, should I even be saying that? But- <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what I'm supposed to be saying. I'm going to shut up. Hang on. <laughs> well, how about this? We'll we'll listen to a song. Uh, we'll talk for a bit, and then we'll do the Patreon and all that other shit. And uh, and then we'll talk to Protector 101. Man, that's what that's the order of the day. The day. The day. Today. <laughs> yeah, fuck me. Anyway, all right. Here's a cool track. Uh, this is uh, by Hypersleep, and it's a track called Charcoal featuring Aram.
And that was Hypersleep with the track Charcoal featuring Aram. And that is a cool track. Uh, today, we I've just got Marco here with me, and uh, we're having a gay old time. Is that correct? Oh, oh majorly, majorly. I can't stop thinking about that reach around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I should point out, uh, for people listening, I think I still have some codes, mm. some giveaway codes uh, for Diamond Field and Rat Rios's uh, single Closer, and that's a cool song. I haven't checked my email today, so maybe some more people have uh, emailed me. But if not, <laughs> I still have some codes to give away. So um, if you want a free copy of Diamond Field's single Closer featuring Rat Rios, um, just email beyondsynth at gmail.com and say... I want that Diamond Field track. And uh, and then I'll send you a link if I got one. Mm. What else, man? What else? Uh, uh, not much, mate. I, uh, uh, I checked out the new... Uh, <laughs> I don't know if we want to get back into this, but I checked out the new... Uh, they got a new car racing set up at uh, the virtual reality gaming place I go to, Escape Portal. Um, and it's really fucking good. I checked it out last night, Andy. Are awesome. you there, like, more than once a week? Uh, I was going there multiple times a week, but then I didn't go for probably two or three weeks, Andy. Uh, I kind of got sick of the zombie game. I, mean, I played it to death. There was no, you know, there really wasn't anything else to do. Yeah. Um, so kind of been hanging for a new game and kind of trying to save my money a little bit, you know, because it ain't cheap going there all the time. But, uh, no, they drew me back in. They, they, the guy at the, that uh, runs the place sent me a photo of the new car set up and knew that it'd get me in there. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, there's a place in Toronto I'm going to check out that seems to have the same kind of stuff, like they've got some car ones and uh, some VR things, and if I go early in the afternoon, I think it's a little cheaper. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know if, if the quality is comparable to your place. I mean, I think they have Vives set up. Yeah, Vives, Vives good. they got the Oculus and the Vives, so they got this... There's, um, there's different games that are compatible to different ones, I believe. Um, right, I'm okay. I'm an expert on that, but uh, they both got their pros and cons, the, the, the different headsets for sure, yeah. Fair enough, yeah. I mean, I'm going to, I'm, I'm definitely going to check it out. They say it's a little cheaper. Like, if I go around noon, I think this one particular place anyways is about like 28 mm-hmm. bucks an hour. Uh, yep. if, if I go early in the day, I think it, it increases. If you go like after like 6 p.m. or whatever, I think it's like 40 or something. But yeah, It is pretty pricey there, Andy. It's a bit cheaper here, mate. We've got uh, $8 for... Um Eight dollars for half an hour and sixteen dollars for an hour. So yeah, and our dollars are comparable, eh? So uh, then they're comparable too. Yeah, I know, I know. We went mm. through. The- <laughs> 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 we're, we're running out of things to talk about. I think um, it was in show one oh seven. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah, but I'm definitely going to check it out and I'll I'll report back. I mean, I, I know the the place I've been looking at seems to have a whole bunch of different booths with different uh, headset setups and cars mm. and guns and things. And I saw someone sent me. Oh, who the hell was it? Ah, oh, god damn it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, dude, because it's a listener of the show. Uh, he sent me a link <laughs> of, uh, it's like a VR first-person shooting game, mm-hmm. but they have, like, uh, they got, like, a GoldenEye map in it. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, it's got the facility, and, and he was he was playing it, and I think he, he had, like, a little Let's Play channel or something, and, uh, and I was like, oh, man, I want to do that. I want to go to that place, and then just tell him, like, boot up that fucking GoldenEye map game, whatever the hell that was, because uh, I want it. <laughs> I want it in my brain! Yeah. <laughs> that would look cool. I bet it looks fully 3D. I mean, that's one of the things when you put on the headset, you realize, like, it's very 3D. Like, things really look in the distance. And when I say 3D, not like when you go to the cinema and you watch a 3D movie where you can kind of see the different levels of, yeah. of how far away everything is. You know, it's kind of still fake, kind of. Well, yeah. this is like, it, it, it's like really there. You're just like, wow. It just blows you away, man. It's uh, it's, it's amazing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Can we all 
oh, I'll set it up to go next week or something. Mm. I've been so busy doing all this editing that I just I, I sit there and go, oh, if I go downtown in the afternoon, it's going to be like my whole day. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I need that time to... Well, it's, it's, and I just forgot what I do. I like, I like I talk like I'm so important, and I'm like, I need the whole day to uh, sit and look forward. I guess. Uh, well, you must be a busy man. I, I know you, uh, you. You do put a lot of work into this show, and I got. You know, you got the other project as well, the talk show that you're trying to get onto, and uh, and the thing that impresses me, man, is I don't think you ever miss a week, do you? Do you ever even? Well, this this today right now will be the closest to <laughs> if I miss the show, right? Because it's already yeah. one p.m. It takes a few hours to like do the upload and send to Steve and stuff like that, and I'm not even finished uh-huh. the interview with Jake editing, so I oh, literally geez. have about two hours to record with you and finish cutting the show and send it over, and hopefully it gets to him in time so that he can upload it and put it on the... Mm-hmm. Well, I won't ramble too much shit then, Andy. <laughs> well, how about this? Let's listen, let's listen to another track, and then, uh, and then we'll talk some more. So um, this is a track by Skeleton Hands, and this is called Hollow. Skeleton Hands. <laughs> There's one I haven't heard. <laughs> oh, sorry, don't add that in. <laughs>
And that was Skeleton Hands with the track Hollow. And that's a cool one. I'm here with Marco right now. We're not necessarily keeping it 80s, but then we never do. Uh, no. When <laughs> we actually do the proper keeping it 80s segment. <laughs> I should let people know that Beyond Synth is is brought to you by uh, downtojam.com. All right, it's a free website that helps musicians around the world connect based on musical compatibility. If you are a musician looking for a partner to jam with or to fill a spot in your band, you're going to want to check out this site and sign up, downtojam.com. Marco, are you looking for a partner to jam with? Uh, I've already got a partner to jam with, which is pretty hot too, I can tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm happy. That's, no, I was going to say that's cool that you got a sponsor though, Andy. I'm, uh, I'm impressed. I think once you get a sponsor, that that actually uh, is a sign that you've made it. You've officially made it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm rich. This sponsor no, gives me fucking millions of dollars no. a month. <laughs> I can't wait till you guys see the new studio we're building uh, from the ground up, <laughs> right in the center of Toronto. Even though like the fucking housing prices are so expensive, we can afford it because of how much money we're raking in. <laughs> I literally like I just. I told Toronto, I'm like, we're bulldozing the CN Tower, we're going to build Beyonce Studios in that space, and uh, and then the people will come, and that and it's very exciting to... <laughs> build it and the people will come, eh? People will come. <laughs> anyway, that's downtojam.com, D-O-W-N-T-O-J-A-M.com. Down to Jam. Marco's got a partner to jam with. Do you? <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> All right, let's um, let's go to the Patreon and uh, and thank some lovely fucking Pattersons. Pattersons. <laughs> And as you know, Beyond Synth has a Patreon. That's how you can donate money to the show and make it bigger and better. Every uh, donation helps. That's the most important thing. So you can donate as little as a dollar a month up to um, up to 3000 And I'm waiting for that person Ooh. to donate $3,000 a month. So I'm looking at you, somebody out there. Uh, but seriously, though, like every little bit helps. And uh, it's awesome that people are uh, supporting the show. And it's pretty cool. So today... I'm going to thank my lovely, uh, we got my $5 Pattersons, we got Kai, thanks Kai, we got X-Riz Music, Joe and Lando, Roman, Bobby B, John Eternal, Dougie Fresh, Lame Robot, Mono Memory, Florence Bullock, Matthew Lister, Simon Norberg, Vaylingo. New Gat Ninja, The Rosconian, Night Raptor, Stu M, Ross Pentland, Dana Jean Phoenix, Tristan Waits, Raul Pud, Aled, Grant Bouvier, Barons of Santa Carla, Seattle Synth, Starlight Fisher, Olivia Mutant John, Ethan Hennings, and then we've got the donation of the beast. <laughs> 
These are the lovely people who donate 666 because they are powered by Satan. <laughs> How do you feel about that, Marco? Uh, I think it's classic. I think it's... Uh, I'm not surprised this is 666. It's so funny. Oh, jeez. <laughs> the listeners of this show are a bunch of heathens and included... In those heathens are Lucas, Ceballos, Blake, Peterson, Carm, the Unholy Rat King, and of course, Max Hutchings with the 667, keeping the evil at bay. And then there's Retro Revolution 777. And don't forget to uh, check out Retro Revolution's YouTube channel, and uh, if you're a synthwave artist, they want uh, synthwave music to put behind their videos as they make custom builds of electronics and stuff. It's really cool. And now, we're going to move on to my lovely $10 Pattersons. There's Jake Last. There's Trevor Resnick. Colin Bennett. Fraser Davidson. Victor Garza. Ezra Van Dam. Winfield. <laughs> Will Lowe. Nathaniel Rivera. Polly Digital. Angry Rambo Show. Joshua Everson, fucking slunks, <laughs> Greg Smith, <laughs> Ashley Keegan, Tim Walmsley, Mike Shima, Shabugan, Albert Bonilla, fucking right. Uh, and then we got uh, Jacob Wick, uh, who's donating twenty two eighty eight a month. Wow. It's a very special number to him because it's his birthday and something else uh, I've forgotten, but it's important. And Jacob Wick is a cool guy. And of course, this week's. King of the Pattersons is Chris Dance with his lovely donation of 25 bucks. He's a cool guy, this Chris Dance fellow. He has an arcade unit in his house. And he just sent me a video of this martial arts lady. What's her name? She's like the real life Chun Li. That's what they call her because she's, mm. she's uh, like. She looks like her or she. Well, she kind of looks like her. I mean, there's a thing of her in costume, but also, like, the way she moves. Like, she's just got, like, really strong legs, like you can tell. And, like, the, she can, like, fucking bend in crazy ways and do these awesome flips and stuff. And, like, she looks like if she, like, kicked you in the head, like, you'd be out. Like, and she can do that thing where she, like, moves across the floor kicking. And what the fuck was her name? Uh, anyway. Piece yeah. of shit. <laughs> 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 well, what is that that she said? Something like that. I always thought that's what she said. Um, oh no, uh, fucking spinning star kick, right? Ah, there you go. <laughs> it's close. I'm not sure if this lady says it. What the hell is her name? Anyway, like, she's super, like, it it's super talented stuff, and it's also, like, super sexy, too, because, like, very mm. strong looking. Uh, anyways, the point is this. Uh, thank you very much, guys, for donating to the Beyond Synth. And ladies, uh, it means a lot to me. And uh, uh, Marco uh, lives in Australia. And now we're going to listen to another track. Uh, what do we got here? We got... This is uh, by... This is D-Wave. And it's spelled DW4V3, which is really confusing because then, like, mm. the label is Waves, which is W4V3Z. Uh, anyway, this is D-Wave... With the track Away Back Home.
And that was D-Wave with the track Away Back Home. How are you, Marco? <laughs> I'm doing all right. <laughs> I'm doing pretty good, mate. Doing pretty good. So, uh, some of these names that they have, for like the way they spell it, it's so confusing. And you know what I'm talking about because you get to announce it on the show as well, like I used to have to. And uh, yeah, it's, it's totally baffling. Oh, no. Whenever I uh, I can't even... I can't wrap my head around half it. Like, usually, like, when I reach out to an artist or they, they come to me and they send me tracks and I like them, and I'm like, oh, you know, you find if I play them on the show. And, the, you know, the majority of the time I have to write back and, like, so how do you say this? And I always end up saying it wrong anyways. I think we fucked up last week because uh, mm. OLMS or whatever, like, he actually wants yeah. it said Olms. Olms, yeah. Sorry about that, mate. Yeah, it's Olms. I've been saying, I've, I've played a, uh, a number of his songs on my show, too, before, and... Uh, yeah, yeah, it sucks when you get things wrong, but uh, it's also good to be correct and say so don't do it again, you know? Yeah. I did that for the longest time with fucking Wojciech Golchevsky, because <laughs> I swear to Christ, so, and I still maintain that the robot told me the wrong pronunciation, because he, he told me to put it in this thing, and, and then there's a robot lady who is saying, like, how it's meant to be pronounced. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, then, and then she said, and the robot was just like, Golchevsky. Goldevsky like that and I was like okay so it's Goldevsky even though it looked like to me like it seems weird that this CH is making a D sound but what do I know right like different mm. languages have all these crazy symbols and you know it's uh, true. and it turned out I was wrong so I don't know why I, for some reason it really affects me <laughs> when I say something wrong and then I'm not corrected and I'm allowed to do it like five more times before somebody's just like ah you know you've been saying it wrong I'm like but fucking tell me the first time because that was Dude, like that's so true that's I'm, sa- I'm the same like that like I, I don't make mistakes if you do you do but I want people to let me know so I don't do it again you know that's what bothers me because yeah. then you feel foolish because then you know like on record there's you making that mistake like several times in a row <laughs> <laughs> and it's on record, damn it. Um, anyways, we're going to uh, we're going to go to my conversation with Protector One Hundred and One. Uh, I haven't chatted with him in a while, so it was fun to catch up. He's doing a lot of banging his hands around the table. So if you're wondering what those sounds are, that's not his hands. Yeah, might maybe not. He's just like slamming his dink <laughs> on the table. That's what he said. That's what he says. This all was his hands, but you know. I know. See, whenever I talk to Jake, there's a lot of <laughs> sniffing going on and a lot of like banging things around. So my impression is, whenever I'm talking, whenever I'm doing the podcast with him, like he's just got a big line of coke, <laughs> and then like once we get into the conversation, his hands are like flailing all over the place. <laughs> oh, that's good. I always thought it was just cold, so he's sniffling and he's like he's banging the table, like you know, because he's shivering. I don't know. Anyway. No, 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 man. It's fucking. It's definitely coke. It's yeah, co- right, co- right. cocaine. <laughs> I know what's going on over there. Anyways, um, but listen, we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk to Jake now, Ooh. and uh, we're gonna have a good time. All right, and actually, maybe before we talk to Jake, I'll play a track. This is I am Manolis, uh, with a cool track called "Lost in Heaven." Ooh, I like this one, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> good pick, mate. <laughs>
And that was I Am Manolis with the track Lost in Heaven. Uh, it's a cool one, man. And now uh, let's go talk to Protector 101. All right, and I am here with Protector 101, Jake Freeman. Ooh, hello. How's it going, man? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm okay. Are we going to pretend that we didn't just talk for like 20 minutes? <laughs> no, no, no. You want to tell, you want to tell the uh, people why? No, it's not a really a good story. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, man, how have you been? Uh, pretty good, yeah. Been busy. Yeah. When's the last time we talked? I feel like it's been a while. It does, but I don't remember what we talked about. We probably talked about old man stuff. Yeah. Because I remember um, my wife complaining about that last time. <laughs> 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 she was like, oh, I was, I was like, hey, I got, I'm going to do an interview with Andy tonight. She's like, oh, you're not going to talk about old man things, are you? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what we're becoming, man. We're becoming old men. So right off the bat, let's talk about it. <laughs> Why not, man? It's all good. Yeah. You're all good. Thanks, dude. How are, how are you? I am okay. Nice. I'm, I'm getting very busy. Mm. Now doing like the video part of Beyond Synth and really trying actively, it's, it's a lot of work. Like the show itself, the podcast itself takes up almost like a work week of time like it's a mm. big undertaking and like yeah. going through the music and stuff mm. and now just to do a video show and i made that my 250 dollars patreon goal mm-hmm. that was a very foolish thing i did yeah because that should have been like the two thousand dollar patreon goal oh jesus because it's a lot of work man like yeah. it's it's so much work <laughs> I'm, like, buying way more equipment than I have the money for. Right. Because I want it to look as nice as possible. Like, just the the planning of it and, like, having to do it all myself because I don't have, like, an assistant. So, like, when I'm running, like, three cameras and wireless mics and lights and all that shit. And then, like, if... And then, of course, Mike, you know, hoo-ha's in the show. So then Mm -hmm. all the stuff on his end has to go right. And then it all has to, like, merge together. Right. Seamlessly. But hopefully it's fun. I don't mind if it's not quite seamless because that might add to the humor of it but of course yeah well that's the thing it is like you're pretty much a one-man show so i'm trying trying to do that and then like if a day like today like my wife was uh, helping out on uh, my son's field trip so then i had uh, mm-hmm. i had the baby and like you just can't when you have a baby like there's no work yeah. that happens right so yeah <laughs> it's, it's, it's literally just like anytime i turn my back and turn around like the baby's like just walking towards something dangerous and i got like a uh, a fence like a, it's supposed to be a baby fence but now it's like an Andy fence because it just wraps around my <laughs> little office corner god damn it fence who put this here <laughs> yeah I feel like a little fucking sheep or something like I'm just <laughs> you look at it and you're like that's ah, not worth it I'll just stay yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like man man we're fucking we're all sheep you know what I mean <laughs> yeah I know what you mean man <laughs> Anyways, more importantly, who cares about me? What has Jake Freeman been doing? Oh, I just got off. I just uh, did that show in New Jersey, that festival, two-day fest. So how'd that go? I wanted to go to it, and I didn't. So tell me about the New Jersey festival. Uh, It was good. It's called uh, Human Music, and it's these these really cool guys down in Jersey that threw it, and um, they really like the music scene a lot, and... um, Got a bunch of people like involved. It was kind of interesting because like it was it was a mixture of a lot of different types of music, which I love shows like that. Mm-hmm. I, I prefer those better than you know just the one genre show. But but they had like things like chip tune and um, industrial gothic uh, music and and synthwave stuff too. So Sunday the second day had about like fifteen or twenty bands. 
plane. So, so how how did that work? Like, was it just an all day thing? Yeah, it was um, Saturday, the day I played. That that started at eight o'clock, and I think uh, Sunday they started it at six. So a couple hours, but they also had there was two rooms. There was the main room upstairs, and then they had the uh, secondary room downstairs. Oh, I see. Yeah, they had a lot of a lot of the guys, uh, like chiptune guys, play downstairs. It seemed like, but there was a there was a couple chiptune artists up upstairs too. So, well, that's cool. Yeah, no, yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. So how was your uh, set? <laughs> set was okay. I, I messed up once. I was getting two in the zone and. Uh, my knuckle hit the wrong button and stopped the track that I was playing. Like, oh. <laughs> just completely stopped everything. So, I just, it was almost, the track was almost done anyway, so I just went off to the next song, so. Yeah, they don't, uh, they don't call you a knuckle Jake for nothing. <laughs> they don't call you lots of things for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it, it's kind of cool to, like, whenever I play a show, I always, like, try to find, like, the best way to, like, do my setup mm. and that's a good thing to know so like now i can move things around yeah yeah so i don't do that kind of crap listen so. we're gonna listen to a bunch of music today i have a playlist but i also want to play a few tracks from uh, your new album dream oh okay cool as well so we're gonna do a little bit of everything there's like uh because nice. you're gonna be here for the you're gonna be here for the show oh my god man so but uh <laughs> but we're gonna play a cool track this is uh this is from protector 101's uh, dream album and this is The City by Protector 101. And that was The City by Protector 101. And I'm here with Protector 101 right now, Mr. Jake Freeman. Hello. So, 
You learned about your knuckles. Do you yes. do, do you have like a weird mask thing you wear? Yes, yes, yes. That's the um some people don't know or haven't figured it out yet, which is um I guess okay, but Protector 101 comes I think we talked about this last show, the last our last show. Well, I think we talked about this on your very first show. Really? No, because I asked you where you got your name from, and then you told me. Oh, okay. I don't know, man. I don't, <laughs> so I don't let's know. Let, I don't know. Let's tell the listeners. We'll tell the listeners. Go rewind. Go listen to episode... Uh, what episode were you? Three? Uh, I think so. Let, let me check the Beyond Synth playlist. <laughs> yep, you're episode three. Cool. Yeah, go check out episode three. Yeah. So and then uh, and then you told me, but yeah, feel free to tell the listeners again because what I what I've learned is that it's very few new listeners mm-hmm. who bother listening to the back catalog. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say bother, but like when people start listening to it, they just start from whatever number they start at and just kind of move forward. Can't and do so sometimes that. it's like a, it's like a TV series, you know. It's I know that's the way yeah. I think of it. It's like a, a lovely one hundred and nine episode television series, and people should. Um, Go yeah, back and go back. You know, listen to your first ones where you had the squeaky voice, like John Connor from Terminator. Yeah, that 2. was me, man. Yeah, that was me. I had the I had the bangs. You did. Yeah. Whenever I was riding a motorcycle, I was actually played by a, a woman stuntman. Guns and Roses was always playing. Oh yeah, <laughs> I love that movie. It's so good, man. Anyways, talk to me about uh, refresh the listeners about Chopping Mall. Yes. Yeah, so Protector One One. That name comes from the movie Chop- Chopping Mall. Go see it. It's amazing. Um, go see it, because it's in the movie theater still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it never left. It never left. It's still there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. So, basically, I had this uh, helmet prop that was made by my buddy that works in Hollywood, and I customized uh, the Protector 101 helmet, which is the head of, one, of the, one of the heads of the robots. Well, that's cool. So, yeah, yeah, totally. It's got, like, different lights I, you know, I can control and... I, I want to update it though, and so does he. Yeah, he wants to do. We want to do different lights and make it lighter, more durable. How well can you function in it? I can function just fine. It's actually kind of cool because, like, when I look forward, like, I can't really like see directly straight ahead because the grill is actually underneath the the red visor. Okay, the big main light. But it's actually kind of works out for me because, like, a lot of my stuff is down below. Like, you know, my keyboard right. and stuff. So I'm looking down anyways, but even though it looks like I'm looking up. So it's kind of cool. Oh, cool. Yeah, okay. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Do you have a cold? Maybe. Whenever I talk to you, <laughs> I feel like you have a thing. So now I'm trying to figure out if you have allergies or you love cocaine. Is it one of those? Why cannot it be both? Huh? <laughs> I'm allergic to cocaine, and I do a lot of it. I do. I can't stop. <laughs> I was thinking about um, you because I was—I think it was like last episode with Marco, maybe the episode before. He was talking about laughs, and he was like, "Oh, you know, I love to." I'm trying to do Marco's accent now. You know? <laughs> oh, I love talking to Jake. He oh, makes me laugh God. or whatever. And he said he, he he loves your laugh, and then he said uh, that it was better than mine. And then that reminded me. <laughs> Uh, to talk to Jake because I haven't talked to Jake in a while. I feel like now, I mean, it's a good thing. Everyone's getting a lot busier, but it is. Yeah. Now I almost feel like the only way I'm getting my conversations in with my uh, synthwave buddies is to actually like have them on the show. But it's a good way to catch up. It's a lot better. Like I, I like I'm fumbly with typing. Like I like to mm. I like to chat more. I know, man. It's really bad. Oh, you mean like uh, my spelling? Mm-hmm. I I wanted to start a file. 
that was for for repetition purposes to get my you know the the fingers in the right place. That's what she said. And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she needed to say that too because they're always going in the wrong place. But like the words that I commonly misspell. Like weird, I always flip the E in the I. Mm. Receive, I, I flip oh, the yeah. E in the I. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, just certain words. Like every time I write the, I write T-E-H instead of T-H-E. Mm. So what I want to do is just like document all those words that I consistently write incorrectly like every time. Mm-hmm. And then just fucking sit there and just repeat, repeat, repeat until I get it into my sense memory, like how to write those words properly. Mm. Because yeah. when I write with speed, I always fuck up the same words, like right. every time. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I get you. Isn't there a program that does that? Like typing of the dead or something? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's like a, a typing tutor. But that's more for just uh, typing speed, right? Like typing tutor games are all about speed and finger position. Well, no, it's more than that. It's a deep game that you just... <laughs> <laughs> It's like, you know, Shadow of the Colossus meets a Zelda meets... Yeah, it certainly is like all of those yeah, things. Yeah, it, it hey, really is. Yeah. Listen, we're going to listen to another track, and then we'll come back. Okay. So this is uh, this is a track by Bronson. All right? Bronson. <laughs> and this track is... I don't know why I repeated that. <laughs> this is Bronson, for anyone who doesn't know. You got really, like, hostile with me right there. I, I, I don't know why. Uh, anyway, this is uh, Bronson and the track Flash Cop.
And that was Flash Cop by Bronson. And I am back here with Protector 101 today. We're listening to a whole bunch of different music, and it's a lot of fun. We were just talking about Typing of the Dead, which was a typing tutor game. Essentially, it wasn't really even a very deep typing tutor game. It was just that it was a typing tutor that also just had Sega's, uh, the fucking, uh, what, what are the games where they you shoot the, ah, fuck me. Light, light gun? Yeah, what is it called? Yeah. House of the Dead. Yeah, House of, it was House of the Dead, basically. It was literally the same game, but they just did it with typing. Yeah, so you had to type a word, and then you could shoot the zombie. Right, but it, it, you had different settings in it, so you would have to do punctuation or, you know, capitalizations and stuff, so. I do have that game, and I think I played it for a second. Like, I might have played it for a minute one time thinking, like, maybe this will help me. And then I realized, like, nah, I probably just need, like, an actual typing tutor game that's yeah. literally just focused on typing. Well, I don't know. I, I thought it worked. Hey. Yeah. E- E3 is still going on right now. Did you, uh, did you... <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Andy. You're a better segwayer than that. Am I? You're just like, Hey. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, let the record show, and if anyone does go back into the back catalog, they will see that not only am I not a good segueer at all, but that might have been my best one. <laughs> the one that just happened. So, hey! you take it or leave it. You take it or leave it, Jake Freeman. That's the fucking segue you're getting. What's that fucking, uh, what's that guy in SNL, uh, Will Ferrell, he did? Hey! Hey, Andy! Harry Carey. <laughs> yeah, Harry Carey, yeah. <laughs> You know, E3's going on still? <laughs> Anyways, listen. Yeah. Let's get back to the task at hand, all right? So uh, E3 is still going on. Oh, yes, it is. Have you watched anything? Are you excited about any of it? Well, Shadow of the Colossus, I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. They re- remastered that. You know, I never beat that game. It's a good game. I wonder yeah. if they're going to change anything. Like, if it literally just is an HD remake or if it's... That's the thing is, like, you know, it's a good game. And, like, when it came out, there was nothing like it. Mm. But now there's so many, like, indie games that have, like, copied it or, you know, was inspired by it. Like, is it still cool? You know, I'm trying to think what they could really change. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they make like some of the motion more fluid, but it was still a pretty smooth game. And like, mm-hmm. they did an HD remaster of it, anyways. Yeah. So it's really weird to like do an HD remaster and then do a remake of the same game. Like that seems, right. yeah. it seems weird to me. Sometimes I'll watch snippets of the press conferences. To be fair, this year I haven't watched much of it. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of hoping that I can. Uh, get uh, what's this uh, Damon from IGN to come back on the show and then mm. like just get him to tell me what happened because yeah, like yeah. I didn't <laughs> yeah. I didn't really watch that much of it this time You're right. but uh, I, I feel like I picked up a few like the main things was it seems like that new Xbox looks expensive and yeah. uh, Shadow of the Colossus remake and I saw the audience and at first I think it was kind of more exciting because it almost seemed like oh is this going to be Shadow of the Colossus 2 right and then when it was just like Shadow of the Colossus it's kind of like yeah okay I mean that's cool but maybe it should have just been 2 or something right yeah yeah no no I I totally get you like and again like I don't know if it will still be like cool cool back then there was like nothing coming out like it i mean especially with like triple a titles or like you know sony releasing something like that if you when you roamed around there was like absolutely no music whatsoever Mm -hmm. you know and it was like it was just a game just filled with bosses and that was it like is that still gonna like stand up 
you know, to modern day players or I know it's it's really weird. And the fact that it's like not till twenty eighteen. I felt like all these presentations that were mm-hmm. going on, the ones I caught, like they're all just next year. I mean I, I watched some of the Nintendo one and yeah. people I love when people get excited. I, I say the same thing every time, but when people get excited for an announcement trailer that is just a logo of something, right. don't get excited because right. there's no game. Right, right. Like if they if they didn't even show a CGI fake gameplay footage thing. Right. They got nothing. Yeah. And everyone got excited because they announced that there's going to be like a Metroid Prime 4 and that series is great. Yeah. But all they showed was the number 4 and then the word Metroid Prime kind of appeared and it almost looked like it was just a Photoshop of the Metroid Prime logo that they took off the box and then just put it next to the 4. <laughs> And everyone's like, oh, Metroid, though, Metroid. I'm like, yeah. okay. Yeah. They could barely show you the word Metroid. There's no way that game is coming out any sooner than 2019. Right. So there's, like, no reason to even talk about it. And the thing is, is, like, I'm not the biggest Metroid fan, but I'm sure there's been some crappy Metroid games, right, over the years? They're all okay. I think I, the, the one that was, I think, the, the most divisive was the last one they released because it was, like, a sort of hybrid uh, 2D, 3D game. Yes, that's one. That made, by, made by Team Ninja. But the reason it was so divisive of is, is more about what it did with the story than the game, I think. Oh, okay. Because they, they did the backstory of Samus yeah. and uh, basically portray her as sort of like a kind of like a weak woman who's like oh. the general and she's just doing, she wants like the general's approval, all this stuff and right. it just sort of seemed like mm-hmm. that wasn't the Samus character like that we know, like we yeah. know her as this kind of lone bounty hunter kind of character and so to see her in that way and it, you know, yeah. in the, the same with like Team Ninja, they like doing all like the sexy lady thing and Samus, mm. you know, isn't really, that's not really like what that game is about. No, you know? no, no, that's, that's like, that's internet stuff, that's Rule 34. Rule 34. <laughs> hey, man, speaking of Rule 34, let's listen to another track by Protector 101. Whoa, really? Off of the Dream album. That's right. This track is called Battle. <laughs> That's Rule 34? <laughs> well, it is now. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking of when I made that track.
And that was Battle by Protector 101. And I'm here with Protector 101 right now, talking about Rule 34. <laughs> I love our conversation so much. What What is Rule 34 again? I don't remember that. It's basically anything you can make into porn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Like, any kind of character, you know, Samus, you know, just anything. Yeah, I know, that makes sense. Like, for me, I was always thinking, oh, wouldn't it be crazy to see a video of, like, a man and a woman having sex? And then I go on the internet, and it's just like, it's been done. (laughs) So that's Rule 34 in action right there. (laughs) That is pretty good, yeah. That's as far as my imagination could carry me, was like, imagine missionary? Imagine reverse mission? No, is that that a thing? Reverse Reverse mission? Yeah, sure. (laughs) You're, like, both laying on your backs, well, like, back to back? I'm sure if your wang was long <laughs> enough. <laughs> oh, mine's... Hey, man, listen, mine, mine's fucking plenty long, man. Like, you, you don't need to worry about me. Yeah, you don't need to worry about me. I think they call that cheek to cheek. Cheek to cheek, lady in red. What? Never mind. That's one of the lyrics in Lady in Red, man. Is dancing with me, cheek to cheek. It's just you uh. and me. <laughs> so, hey. How's it going, Listen. Buddy? Are you trying to do one of my segues? Is that what's happening? Yeah. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> hey, topic change. No, no, it was kind of going back to the E3 thing. Was uh, another yeah, yeah. thing I was kind of excited about, even though I never beat the first one, was The Evil Within Part 2. Okay. Yeah, looks cool. The first one was like, it really like pissed me off because it, like, it made me feel like an old man. Mm. <laughs> play video games because like usually when I play video games like I just leave them at the normal setting medium like difficulty yeah 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 and, and I'm fine with that and, you know it, it gives me a little challenge I don't care about being a difficult you know I want to enjoy the game mm-hmm. and like it was kicking my ass on like medium level I'm like what the fuck dude I'm running out of ammo and health and I'm like why is this so difficult? Evil Within was a zombie game. I never played Evil it. Evil so. Within was like not really a zombie game, but it was kind of like Resident Evil. Like I think it was like the same. Someone's gonna like correct me like crazy right now, but I think it was like some of the same creators of the Resident Evil games. Okay, along with someone else, maybe Kojima was involved with it too. But it was just like a crazy, like scary game. That was, like, really bloody. Okay. Yeah. So it wasn't zombies, though? Like, it was just I think there, was, there, there were zombies in there, but they were, like, you know, infected people. Right, like okay. That. So, like, like think of, like, Resident Evil 4 zombies, if anything. But it was just so difficult for me on the medium level. And then, like, I watched, like, uh, Let's Players, like, Markiplier or something play, and, like, he has, like, no problems. And he's on the medium setting. But, like... What are you banging over there? Oh, just nothing. I keep hearing this very bassy banging sound. I'm being very vocal with my hands right now. Because I'm oh, I pissed off at the game. Because I really wanted to enjoy it because it looked cool. And I just like, I got fed up with it, so I stopped playing it. It made me feel old. Yeah, I, I know that feeling. Yeah. I'm getting pissed off because I have this uh, Tetris game on... Uh, on the PlayStation, yeah, it's. I think it was. I think this one was put out by Ubisoft. It's. It's called like Tetris Ultimate or whatever. Anyways, once you get to like level twenty two and it starts moving really fast, I feel like the game actually is broken hmm. because it'll. Do, it, it pisses me off because I know I'm not wrong. Like it'll do a thing where. Once it starts going so fast, you know, once Tetris starts going crazy and it's almost like the blocks, like you, you can't even position them in time before, yeah. like, it, it's like they basically just fall straight down. Yeah. So it, when it gets to that speed, you can still spin it around and, like, keep it going for a few seconds before it drops. And, um, but every time you make a line and you make, like, a Tetris or whatever, the following piece 
kind of just falls and doesn't allow you like it just it just falls without you and and I feel like the game actually is broken because it pisses me off because I cannot get past level 23 and every time I do it there's this point where I'm making mistakes that are like not my mistakes yeah and it makes me mad because I'm just like no no that wasn't me like that was the game they didn't even they didn't even give me the I'll even I'll even in advance okay like I just made a line so I'm gonna start mashing the spin button now before the piece even drops you know just so I know that I'm already doing it yeah, yeah. and even then the piece still like fucking f- anyway pisses me off <laughs> no no I understand yeah it's it, it's so frustrating when it's not your fault and you know it yes but you keep playing the game yeah <laughs> Well, cause I, I love I love Tetris. Like yeah. I think Tetris is one of my go to. Like yeah. I always go back to it. Yeah. But not all Tetris games are the same for some reason. It's really weird. I remember how the like the Xbox had one that had like a story mode. Right. Yeah. We had like rescue the Tetraminos on their planet or something. It was fucking. What is happening? I know. Like, like, dude, I just want to play Tetris. That's all. Like. <laughs> but now there's like 20 gameplay modes for Tetris, and you're like, dude, it's yeah. like. A puzzle like block game. Oh, this is fucking backwards <laughs> reverse mode where it's fucking the whole screen is spinning and it's like no and your controls are inverted. Yeah, sorry, right, you wasted your time. No one is ever gonna play that and go web. Remember that fun mode? Like nobody cares. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's ridiculous, man. We're gonna listen to another song and then we'll keep talking. How about that? Okay, what are we gonna listen to? Well, we are now gonna listen to a track by some dude called Taintsis. I think it's it's the word sustain backwards, but it's like Taintsis. Oh, okay. T A I N S U S. Taintsis with the track Stronger Together.
And that was Stronger Together by Tainsis, which is the word sustain backwards if you want to know how to spell it. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm here today, and I'm here today with Protector 101. We're sort of listening to a... uh, a bunch of different tunes. We got some Protector 101s in there and some uh, some playlist stuff. The bottom line is this. Rule 34, <laughs> E3, Evil Within, Tet- Chopping Mall. Tetris. That pretty much sums you up. Bullshit. What have you uh, played lately that you've really liked? Mm, I've been, like, playing a lot of Lorne. L-O-R-N. He's really cool. He's, like, from Milwaukee or Wisconsin or something like that. He came out, like, like... I want to say 2013, 14, but he's been getting really big lately with his music. It's not dubstep, but it's like chill step, I guess. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't, it's so stupid to say it because it's, it's like it's melodic, but it's not, it's not like wow, wow, wow. You know, it's not that kind of style of dubstep. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It has melodies that are really beautiful and like the textures and like soundscapes he has is just really really cool his attention to detail and the production is just it's really really good so yeah hearing you uh fumble about in your house right now i'm starting to understand that whole fucking knuckles thing <laughs> no dude i hit i hit the thing one time every like two minutes i hear you fucking banging into something or hitting a desk or now i'm gonna have like a complex yeah, a complex when i talk to you every yeah. time do you like swing around when you're like in bed with your wife like does she wake up in the middle of the night having like block hits from you and stuff <laughs> No. <laughs> that just happens in the daytime, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, hey! <laughs> <laughs> she loves it. What about uh, what about games? Mm, really no time for games. Uh, Friday the 13th I played. How was that? It was okay. What's the big hubbub about that game? It, it's cool. I love the concept of it, and it needs to have some updates, which is totally fine. It just came out. But my problem is the online players that you play with you know especially if you're you're playing with strangers or something like that like it's like so cool like when you're off by yourself like trying to find things you know Mm -hmm. because you hear the music and the 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 music cues and just the whole settings you're totally immersed but then like you get the online community and they're just like the the way they talk and stuff and yeah and then jason he you can hear him talk like the player talk and there's absolutely no reason why jason should talk he's never talked in the freaking movies wait you hear jason's voice yeah, well, like I, I, I get what you're saying like you're hearing a person who's playing the yeah, character jason. so he's like i'll come for you don't make me run oh, boo. yeah <laughs> it's just so stupid and like it makes me like really wish the single player was here already. The single player yeah. campaign. Like I, I'm sure if I play it with a group of friends, like um, can you play it better. with bots? No. Or does it have to be with people? Yeah. It's uh, well, as far as I know, it's just with people. So like, um, there's another game that's very similar that came out called Dead by Daylight. It's kind of like similar. Um, gameplay mechanics and everything but like mm-hmm. I never had that problem like like in Friday the 13th there's a lot of people that don't play the game right okay and it's just I don't know it just ruins everything I think and like and well I think it, that game for some reason captured like the public's attention right mm-hmm. so yeah I guess just more people were playing it and when you get more people playing something they're foolish yeah I guess so yeah but like in Dead by Daylight like the gameplay is like actually it's more I don't want to say simple but it's you all have one main goal really you know kind of like Friday the 13th but it's more of a simple goal like you fix generators Mm -hmm. you open the door to get out and that's it right because it was more simple it made you work more as a team 
to get things done. Right. And yeah, yeah, in yeah. this one, Friday the 13th, like, you can work as a team, but there's so many objectives you can do. You know, you can fix a boat, you can do the car, you can call the cops. Like, so it's... I don't know. People are just all out everywhere, like doing their own thing. It seems like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's cool too. At the same time, I mean, I'm not trying to shit on the game at all. But like, like playing Jason is really cool. So when you are playing as Jason, what's your limitation? I mean, you have a you're you're really powerful. It's really like hard to die, like for someone to kill yeah. you. Like you basically cannot die. Really, I, I'm not the best player too. So I've only played it like I don't know, like 48 minutes. What does my, <laughs> my Steve say? Hold on, hold on. Let me see. I have played it for three hours actually. Okay. Yeah. So it's, but yeah, last time I checked, it was like 47 minutes or something like. That. I just I just like very specific answers. Yeah. That's, my <laughs> that's why I said that because it was like 47 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Is it uh, when you do play? Do you, do you get to be Jason a lot? Like, I remember. Like I enjoyed the Star Wars uh, Battlefront game, mm-hmm. but to to become like Luke or Vader in one of those things, like you have to find these hero coins in the map. And like when I was ever playing like uh, online matches with like you know forty other players, like I just never got those damn coins. Like they were just never there to to get. Yeah. And yeah. then of course everyone's so much better than me that like the one time I actually got it, I literally was killed instantly. Like, even though I was a hero character, it's like, oh, because, you know, when you're online and everyone's fucking so much better and, like, you sit there, shoot a guy 50 times and they shoot you once and, like, you literally become, like, Darth Vader and somehow they have a one-hit kill on you and, like, what? Like... Yeah, I know. It's... Yeah, it sucks, man. I'm here with you. (laughs) (laughs) It's just... It's completely random, like, who generates, like, who's Jason and who's uh, Counselor. So... okay. Yeah, so it's completely random, and sometimes you're Jason a lot, sometimes you're the Counselor a lot, so... But I think if you did a private match, I think you can pick who's, like, who's gonna be it or not, so... Um, another game that I want to play, though, I think it's only on Steam, PC, is... Oh, 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 hold that thought. We can have a little to be continued and find out the game that Jake really wants to play. (laughs) Not really wants to, but... Well, we're gonna listen to a song first. Okay. Uh, this is a track by uh, a group called Perpacity, and this track is called Suffocate. Yes. 
And that was suffocate by perpacity. I like saying that word, perpacity. 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 What does that even and, mean? Uh, that's, uh, it means something. Hold on. <laughs> Do it. Is that like capacity, but perpacity? Perpacity. I feel like, is it like tenacious? Hold on. Define. Oh, I spelled, I, I just wrote define. <laughs> define. Okay. Perpacity. Oh, does it mean nothing? The quality of having a ready insight into things. Shrewdness. When I wrote into Google, define perpacity, yeah. it gave me perpacity the band, like that we just listened to. <laughs> I just typed in perpacity. But define is supposed to instantly bring me to, like, the online dictionary. Like, that's what typing define colon before you write a word gives you. I don't know. I mean, whatever. I got I got the band. So, hey, if you like the track, just type in perpacity. You will get the band. Oh, wait. Was this something? A pers... Per- no, I'm reading the wrong definition. I don't even know if that's a real word, though. Maybe it's not. I thought it was. What is this dumb thing we're doing? Perspacity. <laughs> There's a perspicacity. 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 I don't even know, man. What are you even asking? Um, anyway, tell me what's what's the game you uh, you're looking forward to playing? It's one of those like millions of Steam games that are in OPA beta. I think it's called Player Unknown or Player Unnamed Player. Okay. Unnamed Player or something. It is called. Oh, where'd it go? It's called no. Perpacity the Game. <laughs> Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Yes. And it's basically, um, you're, it's a hundred players, it's, uh, MMO, it puts a hundred players into a map, and they all have to kill each other until the last person's standing. So it's basically, it's like Battle Royale, the movie, or the manga. Oh, wait, so, like, but once you die, you just go to a different map, like, you're out of it? Um, I think so, or you can spectate and see how it all plays out, because it gets, like, really intense, like, in the last final minutes. Because what's happening is this map actually, there's like gas or something that's coming towards you. So it like shrinks the map, like okay. space, until like you're literally, there's just like this little kind of dot on the map that you can go. Is that a necessary hindrance? Like I almost feel like the concept of that game alone would be fine in a normal map. I mean, maybe, but it kind of like at the same time, it kind of makes it like go quicker. Yeah, yeah. Then it forces the people into that final battle. Right, like, yeah. And it does add a lot of stress to it too. Because like if you're caught in a gun battle or whatever and you're trying to hide, but this gas is coming towards you and you have like 10 seconds to leave the area or you're gonna die anyway so it's like right you know I don't know it's crazy but that, that's I wanna play that game it looks looks like a lot of fun what type of game is it third person shooter yeah. that's cool yeah yeah I'll have to check that out <laughs> it's got a weird name too I'll have to check that out <laughs> hi <laughs> Yeah. Is it time to listen to another track, or is it... No, 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 we still got a few minutes. Oh. You know, I was thinking the other day, uh, man, uh, Jake's a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, so I'm glad I'm talking to you. <laughs> because we haven't talked in a while. It's, it's good, it's good to catch up. Yeah, it's always nice hearing your voice. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm trying to think if there's anything really that I've... I'm looking forward to the new Mario game. I've been playing... The game I've been playing the most is Zelda on the Switch. Like, that's the game I put the most time mm. into. Yeah, yeah. And that's it, really. Like, I haven't really been playing too much of my PlayStation. My son plays it, like, all day, but, like, I... 
haven't really played too much. I mean, that's good. I mean, my PlayStation, I can't remember the last time I turned it on. Because a lot of games that I want to play, um, I'd rather get the PC ports of it. Because you're a PC guy. Well, I like... <laughs> I liked playing first-person shooters or first-person kind of games on a PC. Yeah. So. But another thing, too, is I have the, the Steam Link. So My name's Jake. I like mouse and keyboard because it's more precise. Bling, 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 bling. You know, That's my impression <laughs> of the thing you never said. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. It sounded almost just like me, too. Thank you. I've, I've been working on it. In the mirror, with your eyes closed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It was actually funny. The other day, when you were on Hoo-Ha's uh, mm. radio show, the right. one before mine, and um, yeah, I think he played a clip of the stupid trailer for one of those time slaps we did. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it really made me laugh. Like, I forgot about that. It was the one for the chrome. Oh, Give me chrome? my fucking one? chrome! Yeah, like the first one. Like, And then Dude, all the dumb... so good. Yeah. <laughs> and there's this, it's just full of these just ridiculous quotes and all of us doing all these, like, silly voices and stuff. Dude, man, I love Time Slap. That was, like, one of the times... Like, one of the last times I really laughed really, really hard was doing Time Slaps with you. In in the uh, Why I'm a Werewolf Get Me Out of Here episode? Yes. That yes. is like the... Like, I cried. Like, I actually cried at one it's part. so good. Yeah, my buddy Will was on it, which yeah, was yeah. the same guy who did the helmet for my show. That's shows. right. Yeah. His name was Will. And he was in the Carl's Jr. parking lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Classic. Classic, yeah. That's how they do it in Southern California, man. Yeah, man. That's what I hear from Will. <laughs> from Will. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's like, listen to... Uh, oh. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Play your little songs. I was going to I was gonna say, let's listen to some fucking Protector 101, and that's what oh, we're going to yeah, do. Yeah. We're going to do that right now. Okay. Uh, here's, here's a cool track. This is Hold On by Protector 101.
And that was Hold On, dot, 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 by Protector 101 from the album Dream. Maybe tell me about this album. What was it, uh, what was the... Long story short, basically, uh, DreamWorks uh, Animation had contacted me randomly mm. through an email. Like, I was like, uh, is this real? <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you know, double checking the context of Google, you know, is this person real? Is, you know, I don't know. It's just like, you don't want to get your hopes up, you know, because there's a lot of rude people on the internet. Sure, man. Fake. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, anyways, it, it turned out to be real people, and um, they were interested uh, in my music and what I like to do. And um, at the time, I didn't know quite what it was, what what they wanted music for, but it turned out to be the new uh, reboot of Voltron music. Okay, uh, or Voltron, I should say. And they had a few people that were, you know, I think Laserhawk was one of the people that they had. Uh, they were also working with too. Sure. Long story short, it, the. Uh, I was like the second to the last person. Like there was only two of us at the very end, and they ended up going with the other person. Was that to score the whole show, or just put music in certain things, or uh, score the whole show? Oh, so, that's too bad, buddy. Man, that would have yeah. been wicked. <laughs> no, it totally would have been. I mean, the thing is, is like, like the schedule, like was insane. Like I would have had to quit my job. There was like no way I could because it was just got constant. Working, working on music for like a short period of time. You got that far that you would know like what the fucking how much you were gonna have to produce and all that shit. Right. Yeah. And it was kind of crazy too because like uh, we did like it wasn't Skype. It was but we did a video conference call and stuff. So like it's kind of cool like because you're like you're like fuck DreamWorks, dude. That's like a big company. That's you know Spielberg and shit. You know. Hmm. And then you're like we're gonna do a video conference call. I'm like oh fuck, dude. What do I, do I wear a suit? You know, like, nice. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't know. You know, so we ended up doing a video conference call, and it's just like people our age, you know, like, and it's like shorts and shirts and flip flops, and you know, <laughs> what did what did you end up wearing? Oh, I was just wearing a shirt, like a black shirt. At the I would have, I would have worn a suit just for the fuck of it. But I like wearing suits. <sighs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> That. <laughs> it's too many clothes, man. Too many clothes, man. Should have taken that long to get dressed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just it was cool to talk to them, and they're just like normal people. You know, obviously they're normal people, but hmm. I don't know you just think of like something like that, and they're just really strict, and just a bunch of suits, and it's just nothing but producers, and that's it, and all they care about is money and. Yeah, which there was those people in the background, but the people that I talked directly to were, you know, the uh, the creators and stuff. So, but it was just kind of cool. Like they contacted me out of nowhere. Like they found my music, and so I got to kind of work with DreamWorks for a little bit. So maybe something will come of it one day. So then this was demo music. This was a like a music reel. Okay. In particular, this album was all they wanted to see what. I could do, you know, can I do funny music, can I do drama music, can I do, you know, scary music, action music, so this was a music reel of that, and instead of just doing random tracks, I kind of turned it into a story. So who ended up getting the gig, was it just some dude? Yeah, um, he's done other stuff, it's it's pretty decent work, you know, I mean, he's, he's got some decent production, but I thought it would be better if it was my music, but... Yes, I do too. <laughs> Uh, it just—it was just cool to have the experience. 
to do something like that. So yeah, no, that's cool, man. Yeah, and actually, some of the tracks too are like music that I wrote for specific scenes. In uh, I don't know what what do you call them like the cartoon slides or animatics? Yeah, animatics like like it's like the pre renders or something like that. Right. So they gave me those. They gave me three scenes, so I had to write music for those three scenes. And but that was the that was the whole thing is like so they had this one they had the action scene and the whole thing like the reason why I thought they contacted me is because my style of music. So I wrote this action scene that was you know Protector One Hundred One inspired. You know. Yeah. And yeah. I think what happened was. I think the producers got involved and was like, we want something more generic, <laughs> you know, okay, like right. cinematic generic, you know, so. Sure, sure. So I had to make a, so I had to redo it and do a cinematic version of that action scene, which I never had. That's like, there was different software I had to like learn and it was just. Yeah. Yeah, it was, and I only had like three days to do it, so. But it was useful then, right? For you, I mean, yeah, like. Yeah, totally, yeah. It, like, yeah, and it was great because, like, it expanded my musical software things that I learned to use. And and now, like, because of that, just that three minute clip or whatever, um, I've worked with other movie people. Mm-hmm. And not, not with Protector 101, but just, like, more cinematic uh, music. Right. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. Yeah. Thanks. Well, listen, I want to, I want to, I want to talk to you more about how you've grown as a person. But we're gonna listen to some music first. We're gonna listen to a track by uh, someone called Goteki. Uh, this track is called "Temple of the Sacred Heart."
And that was Temple of the Sacred Heart by Goteki. And I'm here today with Protector 101, and we are chatting about scoring music for shows and uh, Rule 34. We go kind of hand in hand, you know? Yeah. You know how it is. Yeah, you know how it is. So how are you feeling lately as a a person? Do you feel good? (laughs) What? That's a loaded question. Well, I don't know. I mean, like, you're a happy guy? You seem like a happy guy. You get a yard sale. Right? (laughs) No, no. I think, uh, yeah, everything's going well, I think. Uh, Just talking about my music-wise, and it seems to be getting better and better. Um, I just finished uh, two scores. One uh, we've talked about in the past shows, the virtual reality. Mm -hmm. And the other one was, I just finished it, like, two days ago was um, a slasher horror slasher movie so that should be pretty cool it's still um, music is done scored and everything but there's still a little bit more work to do before and then they gotta get a distributor which I think they actually did so that would go on DVD and stuff so that's kind of okay I just got a couple booking agents for doing more live shows so both in the US and out of the US Come so. to Canada, my friend. I know, I know, I know. Well, I think um, I think I might do a Euro- European tour. Um, mm, that is not Canada. I know, no, I know that. I know. <laughs> 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 I know that. Thank you mm. for reminding me. But I well, you that, tell so. your booking agent that they fucked up. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Europe. Which one? It's two of them. <laughs> oh well, you tell them both. Okay, tell them both. <laughs> You fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey. You tell him. You tell him both. I'm coming. <laughs> Hell's coming with me. You know what I had stuck in my head? I had um. Listen to you banging shit around, and you tell I me you only do it once. once. You keep saying that. Oh, I only did it once. <laughs> I only did it once. Well, once between every music segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, this will be this will be in, this will be intolerable for people. There's no way. You gotta leave it in, man. <laughs> There's no way. That's what she said too. Uh, people are gonna be. This is intolerable. <laughs> or you gotta leave it in. Oh, I see. You gotta leave it in. I took it the other way. What? How could you? What other way? Well, you said that's what she said because I said this is intolerable, and then you said <laughs> just keep it in, and then you said that's what she said, and I'm like, this is intolerable. <laughs> like, get in a yelling argument about this with you right now. <laughs> it sounds like she wasn't into it. <laughs> or was she? Hmm. Well, it depends what kind of lady there is. It depends what kind of lady there is, is what I just said. <laughs> I was gonna let it go, man. No, no. I'm not, I hold myself to a high standard, as you've seen. <laughs> yes, you do. Hey, when are you gonna take a picture of yourself with the Beyond Synth mug? <laughs> So sorry, I totally forgot. <laughs> o- Ogre did his. Where's yours? <laughs> I know, I know. We took those pictures. No, here, okay. So my wife got you know she's been using a Canon camera, and she's she's fine with it. Whatever you know, she's okay. She she came from a Sony camera, which she loved. She absolutely absolutely loved that Sony. Mm-hmm. And then she went to this Canon because everybody loves Canon, and you got to use Canon. But she just, her heart wasn't there with a Canon, right? Yeah, yeah, So yeah. she tried all these different lenses, and, you know, she was fine with it, you know? And it was like, it's not even like, 
she didn't know how to use it because it was like over a year of her using it like all the time you know and so she got this new lens and a mail she was taking uh, pictures of me with it and both like outside and inside clothes and no clothes yeah <laughs> and it was just like horrible like the picture quality was really bad just like a bunch of noise like digital noise all over the pictures so she returned that lens back and then she actually ended up getting a brand new sony camera a mirrorless that she's like in love with and now has a bunch of new lenses and long story short we can take pictures now but the thing was andy mm. i ended up going down to jersey too and playing a show at the same time with the cup and stuff so that's my excuse <laughs> well, i thought you were gonna say you took the cup with you and lost it See, when I hear you banging around there and, like, sniffing away like you're on coke, I have a funny suspicion that you've broken my mug and you don't want to admit it yet and you're trying to work out a way to Photoshop yourself. <laughs> I'm just going to take a ogre's picture and, like, superimpose yeah. my face on his. <laughs> I wouldn't notice. I don't give any scrutiny to pictures that don't have me in them. So, like, people can send me the same picture twice. And be, oh, whatever. You're just looking for the, the mug is all. Exactly. That's all that matters to me, man. <laughs> That's all that matters to me. Well, listen, uh, we yeah. can probably wind this down, but we'll listen to another track, and then we'll uh, we'll wind down, and then we'll we'll end with a with some Protector One Hundred One. But we're gonna listen to a track by somebody by the name of Beath. Beath. B e a t h. It's like a weird one to say. Beath. 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 Beef. Anyways, uh, off the beef off the album Lost Time. This is the challenge.
And that was The Challenge by Beath. And uh, and that's a fun track. And I'm here with Protector 101. We're going to wind down this lovely catch-up we're having. <laughs> Just like, and that was Beath. That was a fun track. Let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> like there's like no like feeling behind what you just said there. Oh, are you trying to say that I have no feeling towards the music that I play on my show? I love every track as if it was my own child. Right? If I could bathe and feed these songs, I will. Now, what did you just drop? Listen to you over there. I did that. I'm purpose. surprised you can even play a fucking keyboard without fucking breaking it in half. With your fucking giant mittens. <laughs> that was that was uh, on purpose. Okay, you tell yourself that. We didn't talk about Japan at all. Isn't that crazy? You didn't, you didn't go back to Japan, did you? <laughs> Does it matter? I, I did make a joke. Uh, I, I've made a few Protector 101 references yeah. uh, in the past few shows. Oh, cool. If you listen to the one with, with Highway Superstar... Yeah, uh, which I think we just did last. Was that last week's or was it the week? No, it was the week before mm. uh, with Highway Superstar and RF Extreme, where RF Extreme told the story of the porn he was in. Yeah, and I talked to Highway Superstar at the beginning, and then we ended the show uh, on the agreement that we were going to send you uh, used underwear because you always <laughs> go to Japan, so you're like the expert. In- I'm glad you would know how to appraise it. <laughs> I was talking to Alex, and at the end of the conversation, I just mm-hmm. like. Asked him what he was wearing or something because like I ran out of conversation. He's like he said he was wearing some shorts, uh-huh. and I asked what color they were, and then it eventually went to like, oh, you could uh, sell them or make them a giveaway item for your Patreon, and I said, yeah, but I wouldn't know how much they're worth, and then it was like, oh, well, if we send them to Jake because he's always in Japan <laughs> with all the panties, so he'll be able to appraise them properly, and so we'll send them to Jake. And it was awesome. You know, I'll tell you something. There's things you live in life for, and that's one of them. <laughs> Hey man, as long as I can make your day, you're a good guy. Episode three of Beyond Synth. We've known each other a long time. Yeah, we have, man. I someone told me to contact you. It was Mike. It must have been Mike. Really? Did I know Mike before you? Yeah, because the first person I met was Ogre, and I met him before I knew about synthetics. Yeah. So he was he. I contacted him out of the blue, mm-hmm. and then. I, the next person I talked to was Mike, and I met him out of the blue, too, because I liked his track, uh-huh. which has since been removed from the new Retrowave compilation. Uh-huh. Uh, and then he told me about synthetics, and then he's like, oh, I can get you in contact with a few people. And so he got me in contact with Grooveworthy, Highway Superstar, you, Vincenzo Salvia, and then Sunglasses Kid by mistake, because he thought he was getting me in contact with Adam McNabb. <laughs> or no, 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 so, no that's, that's incorrect. Uh-huh. I was. He told me that Adam McNabb was Sunglasses Kid, and so I ended oh. up messaging like both people by accident. But then that's oh. how I ended up meeting them both. And oh my gosh, the rest is history, man. That's crazy history that nobody cares about because when they join the show for the first time, they don't go back and listen. <laughs> hey, you can you can you can hear these friendships <laughs> forming over time. Yeah, great. It's like a TV series. It is like a TV series. It's like a lovely 109 episode television series. But you know what? I yeah, one of the craziest words put together and it just blows my mind like it just doesn't sound right is glasses cases. Glasses cases. Yeah. Glasses cases. That's a real thing. Like glasses have, cases. Yeah, like okay, you have a glasses case. I ha- I have a glasses case. But if, what about if you cases. have multiple cases for your glasses? Glasses cases. Glasses cases. Yes. Glasses cases. Look at all these glasses cases. Like, <laughs> look at all these glasses cases. Look at all these. Hmm. 
I think somehow the cocaine that you've been doing has just sort of like floated out Dude, into my microphone. I've been talking about glasses cases for years. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I'm not even fucking joking, dude. I'm, seriously. Glasses cases. <laughs> I like anything that's just like, listen, I'm not even joking, dude. Glasses cases. Serious, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> glasses cases. Such a freaking Hey, listen. Thing. Yes, hi. Listen to me, man. Hey. Before we go. Yeah, we gotta go. And we are going. 101. You put up one of those little polls on your page, uh, oh, you know, yeah. when you could go, like, who's better than who? Yeah. So you did the old uh, uh, Sarah O'Connor versus uh, Ripley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where do you land on that poll? <sighs> That's what she said. Let me do it first. <laughs> and continue. <laughs> that was good, man. I yeah. didn't see that coming. Did she say that? <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> I think on that poll... I would probably have to go with Ellen. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Because I kind of made this, like, as a joke, you know? When I made that poll, I was basically Ellen Ripley from Aliens and uh, Sarah Collin from Terminator 2. Yeah. You know, put those two characters. Because, like, they both had, like, the first ones, they didn't know what was going on. They were scared and stuff for the most part. And they just somehow made it happen. Yeah. Stay alive. But in the second ones, you know, they know what's coming up, so... It's a, it's a tough one for me. I mean, it's interesting that they're both James Cameron films, because mm-hmm. I, I often use those two as the examples of when I get annoyed in some modern movies, mm. how when they do, you know, the quote-unquote strong female character, mm. but basically what makes her strong is she's just, like, the equivalent of a man, like, in, in every mm-hmm. way. Like, there's always that scene where a guy goes to fight her, and then right. she'll, like, flip him or something. Right, right. Be like, oh, look, she's just as strong as a man. And right. It, yeah. Those cliches kind of bother me, because... I think, you know, like, because men and women are different. Yeah. And and there's different sort of strengths that each, uh, you know, sex can can bring mm. to uh, to the thing. And so what I like about Ellen Ripley and, and, uh, and Sarah O'Connor is, like, they're, like, strong female characters, but they feel truer. Mm-hmm. Sarah O'Connor is all about that, the instinct to protect her son and make sure, and, like, you know, like, that's what's, like, driving her character. It's not that she's, like, mm. she punches as hard as the dude, you know? Right. Like, that's not, and yeah. that she's trained for years and been, like, so focused focused on you know like mm-hmm. all that stuff and the same with Ripley too because in the first one I mean she is just a survivor like it's all about just like the survivor instinct and stuff like that yep. and and then in part two like protecting Newt and stuff so there's like these right. these aspects to them but like in modern movies whenever they just do like the mm. you know she's just a super strong yeah. kickboxer just like the man and so right. she's a badass and like yeah. it just feels weird to me it's just like it feels forced it is just very forced yeah yeah I, I totally agree with you it's not that they can't be physically strong care no, like that's not no, what no. I'm saying and, and, but it's like they use their like brain you know, like they're smarts. Like they know they're not physically strong as an alien or a Terminator, so they use their fucking brains to think, "Oh shit, I gotta act fast and do this and that." So, and that's what, and that's the thing. Like with new, with a lot of new movies where they just, it's like to to be a badass just means to be the equivalent of like the man badass and it feels wrong and they always have to do some scene like someone could probably put together a collage of movies where a guy comes up to the girl on the team and goes to like pretend to like throw a punch on her or something and then she like grabs his arm and twists it behind his back or does the flip yeah right to to prove that like she can take on a man you know and it's just like yeah yeah. There's more to strong female characters than just being able to punch a dude. Like it, right. like yeah. And it's always done in the same way. It feels like yeah. where it's just it, it has to be a scene where they put a dude's arm behind his back. Right. Yeah. <laughs> just, you know, like. <laughs> 
gonna get you. You know, I feel like that cliche has been done many times, and hopefully, I'm not just talking about one specific film. But I feel like it's been done a lot. And the thing too, it, I don't maybe don't want to speak for yourself, but maybe I do. But like, we're not saying that. I mean, there's, I'm sure many females that can kick my ass, you know? Oh, all of them <laughs> they're, they're, can. All of them can kick my ass, every single one. You know, especially, like, MMA fighters and things like that. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. No, no, regular so. women. No, believe me. Like, my, my daughter's, like, fucking not even a year old, and she can kick my ass. Yeah. So, like. <laughs> but the thing is, is, like, these characters here, like, I don't know, they... They're not portrayed as what you were saying. No, it's the so. same. It's the same reasons why when I watch a hacker in a movie, like mm. the the cliche annoys <laughs> me because it's like it just doesn't feel true to life. It's right. like with the people you know, you just like there's people have strengths in different ways, mm. and it's like you know when I watch a hacker in a movie who's just like typing away on the keyboard and never touches the mouse and like you just see words scrolling up the screen you're just like it's just false it's like that's not how people use computers like they're using tab there's a mouse and shit you know like there's lots of stuff that they're using tab yeah fuck off (laughs) bullshit (laughs) so so to answer your question I think Ellen would be I think Ellen would be the one that wins alright I'm gonna give it some thought that's that's Jake Freeman's answer I'm gonna think about it I mean, if we're going to do this, the, the math of it, I mean, you know, uh, Ellen takes out more things. Yeah, yeah. She, uh, she makes the ultimate sacrifice and, and kills herself in Alien 3 to save the human race or protect us from it, you know? Mm, protect, protect her 101. Exactly. So, and Sarah Connor, all she had to do was have sex <laughs> to birth John Connor, which then... You know, because of him, we won the war against the robots in Skynet. Yeah, that's true. You can see that all play out beautifully in uh, Terminator Salvation, or was it? Oh, really? I never saw that. Was it any good? It's very, very good. Oh, they're all very good. <laughs> anyway, we got to wrap this up. Oh, yeah, sorry. But listen, it's been fun catching up with you. Yeah. And we'll we'll do it again sometime, man. Sometime yeah. very soon. Maybe yeah. tomorrow. I'll have <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go to Japan first before we talk again. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll think of some fun stuff to say. Okay, <laughs> I'm sure we will. But anyways, man. Yeah, it's uh, it was good chatting with you. Yeah, likewise. And uh, thanks for having me. No problem, man. We'll end on a fucking Protector 101 track. How about that? That sounds wonderful. Thank you. This is a nice <laughs> short one. This was uh, this was a uh, from the album Dream. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is from the album Dream. This is Protector 101. I've been chatting with him, and now he has to go bang his head into a wall or. He's going to pull his own fucking, where's Anne? Smash his head against the mirror. Hey! That's a Twin Peaks reference. And a giant spoiler for that show. <laughs> and now, we're going to... We're going to go away. Uh, here's a track called Lost Scene 3. It is a bonus track by Protector101. It was lovely talking to you. Bye. Yes. Hi. <laughs> Bye. Yes. Hi. <laughs> Buy low, sell high. This is Jake Freeman. You know that reminded me of uh, uh, The Simpsons? Or the we are not continuing this conversation. What are you doing? <laughs> Come on!
And that was my conversation with Protector 101. So go check out his new album, uh, Dream. It's really good. And it was interesting uh, learning the backstory about that. And I guess that's all uh, I got to say for this week. What about you, Marco? Well, that's about it, mate. That's about it. Um, oh, geez, I don't really have anything to say. I don't know. Uh, fuck, I think it's something. Um, <laughs> fuck, I don't know. Uh you, you ever mainlined heroin? What? Nah, I never touched heroin. <laughs> Screw that. <laughs> Train spotting was enough to put me off for life, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you didn't want to go swimming in a toilet bowl or whatever? <laughs> no, I didn't want to shit the bed either. <laughs> oh, yeah, that scene's awful. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably the funniest scene in the movie. Fuck. Oh, so gross. Um, well, listen, man, it was good. Uh, it was good having you around this week. Thanks for having me on board still, even though we couldn't record the Keeping It Daddy segment. It was great to still be a part of the show, so thanks, Andy. No problem, man. You're a cool guy. <laughs> that sounds so <laughs> fake. Um, I'm all right. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I guess we'll, I guess we'll uh, see you next week, and we'll do a proper segment next week. Yeah, sounds good, buddy. All right, and everybody else out there in Beyond Synthland, that is, what am I doing? That's not the fucking thing. Hold on. Yeah, keep it real and keep it eighties. No man, keep it beyond synth. Or uh, I'm trying to keep it (laughs) eighties. All right, everybody, uh, tune in next week to uh, Beyond Synth, and we'll have a gay old time. That's Beyond Synth, the best synthwave chat show there is. (laughs) 